Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Art Witch. It's so wonderful to be with you all and to be back from kind of an epic trip that I took recording through California up and down the coast. It was an amazing trip, and I feel fortunate to be able to have had that time to do a little bit more listening and a little less talking. (laughs) I'm back, and I feel really... A lot of mixed emotions because I think like so many folks, there is a re-entry that has been happening over the last several months that is still very much an unknown transition. It's still very much a time where we're getting the feel of who we are, where we've been, what's happened. There's just a lot that feels like it's in flux and... I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that before we dive into our reading. Acknowledge that wherever you're at, whatever's happening is welcome to this reading space, welcome to this podcast episode. We don't exist in a vacuum and we're better for it, but we definitely have a lot that we're navigating. So, Be extra gentle with yourself, Um, you know, if you need to take a break while you listen or if you need to let this stuff just sit and percolate a little bit, please take all the space you need as these messages come up. So this lunar cycle begins August 8th, which is today, and it rolls through all the way September 5th. So we've got a nice span across Leo season here, and we have a new moon in Leo on August 8th, which is a really, really beautiful time to explore, (laughs) to try out a few things, to give yourself a chance to be playful, uh, not only with creating, but with communicating and expressing I don't always think of expressing as quite the same process as creating. You know, sometimes we create things and we never uh, share them with the world. Sometimes they're just for us. And yet this reading had a lot to say about that and had a lot to say about uh, working with this season to support us in exploring expression, exploring possibilities around sharing our work. So we're going to get into that in the reading. For those of you who are new to this podcast, this is a creativity tarot reading for the lunar cycle. 
That means that we're exploring how the tarot can open up our perspectives on our art and our magic and the meaning and um, maybe the personal relevance that our work can have in our cosmology. So sometimes this will be reflected in our goals and our career paths and how we decide to, you know, make moves in our artistic endeavors. And in other times it can be more of a introspective process. It can be something where we're just navigating the inner waters and the work is happening all within. And, you know, you're going to kind of know what this message is and what it means for you. I really believe in that. If you found your way here, if you feel like the way that this is unfolding makes a lot of sense and feels good for you, then, you know, stick around and listen in. And I have a feeling you'll, you'll have a sense of where this work is going to happen and how it's going to show up in your life personally and in your art. So every creativity tarot reading, I basically use the same spread. I use the door, the lock, and the key, which is a three-card tarot spread where there are three questions. So the first question is, what are we being invited into this lunar cycle? A lot of what I asked around this question was around what are we being invited to liberate or how are we being invited to expand this lunar cycle? So that's a little different flavor from usual. The second card is what is preventing us essentially from answering this invitation of the first card. So what blocks might come up? What's kind of disrupting our flow? That kind of inquiry. And then the third card is what tangible actions can we take that will help us answer that invitation? In this case, I said, what tangible actions can we take this lunar cycle that will help us liberate and expand as the first card is inviting us to do? So really, liberation and expansion is something that is a a through thread in this reading today. I encourage you to get creative. I encourage you to take whatever messages come through here and work with them in a magical and creative way. Don't feel like it stops here with what I tell you. Allow it to be something that you integrate into shape and form and creation. If it's through movement, if it's through walking, if it's through singing, if it's through painting, if it's through weaving, whatever may be, if it's the poetry of my words rearranged, please use your faculties in whatever way is the way that you channel. So let's get into the cards here. Our first card, which is our invitation for liberation and expansion as art witches during this lunar cycle, is the King of Cups. Oh, wow, 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 wow. (laughs) The King of Cups had so much to offer us this cycle. When I think of the King of Cups, oftentimes I think about how the king is always a cup bearer. 
It's always the page, even if it is the king. The water and the flow of the water and the sharing of the water and the offering of the water and how the water is fundamentally nourishing never changes throughout the journey from page to knight to queen to king. There is a through sense of integrity about the water that offers us a lot of wisdom around how we can expand. We're being really called at this time to share and to flow, to share and to flow, to share and to flow. With the king, it is in the knowledge of our feelings, in the honor of our feelings, in the recognition that feelings are portals of connection, that we are able to bring our deepest truths, our deepest loves, our deepest work to others. It's not really our heroism that people connect to, it's our humanity often. It is how we are real, it is how we are vulnerable, it is our tears that we lend and our fears that we lend. We offer our silent strength and that opens roads of healing for others. And the connectivity is infinite in that way. So with the King of Cups, we have a lot of feelings that are rolling through this lunar cycle. And a big capital, bold, colorful and is sitting right next to us saying, that is a pathway. That is the gateway to sharing. It's not in spite of, it's not a hurdle, it's not a problem that we have feelings. And for many who are listening to this podcast, I know you do so much deep work around emotional connectivity and awareness and healing. And yet, it can be very easy to be in a space in a headspace where the uh, realm of our work has just a really different tone. The realm of our work somehow gets compartmentalized to where it is something that is so separate from all that juicy goodness of our emotional wisdom. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, I've been doing all this healing, but that's a whole nother thing. That's not related to how I'm going to share my work with people or how I'm going to put out my offerings or, you know, what uh, grants or things I'm going to go after. And that is something that we have to dissolve this cycle. This is something that's going to need to dissolve a little bit because the message was so clear. The way that we are connecting to others is through our emotional superpowers. It is through the fact that we have been through things, that we have thrived through things, that we have, you know, navigated some ups and some downs. And I know that's kind of a lot. That can be very scary. It can feel like we're losing ourselves or losing control. But this isn't really about 
not having good boundaries. This is more about that we have to understand the nature of love as a connective medium. Love shows up in so, so many ways. And it can be easy to think that that our offerings have to be so special and specific. They have to be so curated and carefully crafted in order to be perceived as love. And what that does when we are trying to share our work in the world is it creates a fear around the love that is what we are offering. It creates a fear around love. And so we have to begin to share with the knowledge that what we are doing is drawing people closer. We are opening worlds. We are building bridges between hearts. We are connecting. And as vulnerable and as sacred as our vulnerability and our traumas and our triggers can be, it is those things also that contribute to our ability to be so relevant and to and to offer folks what they really, really need in terms of healing. Our communities need this nourishment. Our communities need this water. They need the flow of life that comes through our art and our creativity. They need it. And whatever personal struggles we are dealing with, we recognize that they are a vital piece to how we will share, how we can share with others. So the King of Cups is really offering us an invitation to share, to share with the knowledge that what we are sharing is nourishing, connective, and healing. To see the larger network of rivers and streams and seas and oceans that are being sewn together every time we choose to share and express. This obviously looks different for each person. Maybe for some, this will look like sending out your first newsletter. Maybe for some, this might be signing up for that virtual open mic, or it might be joining a collective. It might be going ahead and pulling through with that offering, even if you don't feel 100%. So I'd like you to just tap in to the elemental nature of how water moves, how water seeks its connection over and over and over again. The adhesion that comes with water molecules even, if you see how they stick to a glass or how they almost are attracted to each other, beads, connecting. The water is seeking connection. So understanding that what we are sharing is seeking to be connected to others, understanding that we are able to just let that flow, (laughs) to be the cup bearer, to just bring the cup, pour it, and let it flow, let it flow. So that's the message of the King of Cups for our creativity and how we can liberate and expand as art witches 
during this lunar cycle. Now, what is preventing us this lunar cycle from liberating and expanding in this way? So this is the second card. And the card that came up was the Four of Swords in Reverse. So for many of you, I know you're very familiar with tarot. Many of you read the Rider Waits with um, System. You'll probably have a lot of feelings and ideas around this card immediately. <laughs> but what this card was singing to me was an energy of idling and an energy of kind of trying to hold things back based off of some previously erected structures in the mental realm. So there's a couple layers to this. I'm going to get into to all of it. But the first one is that the energy needs to flow, right? Like the water needs to flow. We need to share. We need to let the work go to the spaces and places and people that it is trying to find. It's trying to seek. The work has its own consciousness, right? We channel the work often as art witches. The work moves through us. I mean, I've heard so many art witches who have talked about their process and they often talk about it as this is a thing that's moving through me it is not just mine yes you put the labor in yes you put the research in you did all that but something is moving through you and so the consciousness of that something that project that art whatever you want to call it that offering has its own intelligence and its own wisdom However, it is very easy for our prior experiences to effectively block the flow of that intelligence to do its job. It's very easy for the mind to think it knows everything about what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. It's just, it's understandable, right? Like, The mind knows what it thinks it knows about what you have already experienced. But here's the kicker. What if we can hold space for the fact that we are always experiencing something new to some extent? It may have familiar flavors of past experiences. There may be aspects of this offering or this work or this thing that you're trying out that may be relatable to prior experiences, but it's still new. And I think that with this kind of mental structure, the solidity of four the way that we know things, the way that we organize things, the way that we say things are and identify them, the assessments that we've made based off of prior experiences. This is now being a blockage. It's being a preventer from the flow, the flow of expression, the flow of sharing, the flow of connectivity, of the intelligence of the work itself and the consciousness of the work itself 
finding where it needs to go, flowing as it needs to flow. We need to consider that some of this understanding about how we share, how we communicate, it's time to creatively activate our mind. It's time to let the muscle of our minds know that it doesn't know everything. (laughs) It's time to let it know that there are many ways of doing things. It's time to be a student in some ways, to learn from the consciousness of this work, how it wants to be known and realized and shared. It's time to explore the possibilities of communication and expand the understanding of our capacity. I think it's a powerful tool to ask the work itself. How do you want to be expressed? Who do you wish to connect to? What needs to be shared in my communications in the ways that I'll be presenting this to the public or, you know, however this is relevant for the creative work that you're doing? How do you wish to be shared and understood? How do you wish to flow and to be known? I know that can seem kind of silly, but actually that's a lot of how the tarot speaks to me is I'll ask the cards, what do you wish to share? What wisdom, what message, what space, what place, what ideas, what songs, what anything would you like me to know? So we're opening up past what the mind can comprehend and based off of what the mind has experienced and been able to access through those experiences. And we're opening up to kind of wisdom beyond that. Now for the last and final card, I asked, what tangible actions can we take this lunar cycle that will help us liberate and expand as the King of Cups is inviting us to do? So with the King of Cups, we were being invited into sharing and connecting our work, sharing and connecting. And the cards that came through this question were the Hanged One and the Nine of Wands in reverse. It's a myth that when we offer our art to the world, we have arrived. That the product is no more an end than the pine cone that emerges on a tree is the end of the tree. Instead, our artwork is an expression of the moment, unbroken and continuously flowing. When we place too great an emphasis on the product, the launches, the exhibits, the tangible finished pieces, we forget that all our work is still flowing and growing and dying. We get hung up on the end without a grasp of the temporal nature of our offerings. And that temporal nature is so crucial because it keeps our work in perspective. It keeps our efforts in perspective. It keeps us 
taking creative risks and expanding. It keeps us flowing beyond where we've been. It keeps us wondering and creating and sharing just as the cycles of life and death that we experience around us every day. It doesn't stop. It never stops, even if we feel conflicted. So keeping the energy flowing means that we don't necessarily get fixed on the product of our creativity or the arrival points such as live events or offerings. But instead, we keep steady in this knowledge that we are in a stream of energy that moves through us. That any offering, anything that is shared, is a sacred expression of that energy. There are going to be countless points on the creative journey where you will express the energy of life that flows through you. Some of those expressions will be met with total welcome and applause and abundance and all sorts of things, awards, whatever, you know, publicity, (laughs) lots of likes, I don't know, more clients. And some of those things won't. It's not unlike the fruit on trees. Sometimes you have like this bountiful harvest, sometimes you don't. But that doesn't stop those expressions from occurring. And a big part of the hanged one's message is not the pausing, not the stopping, but actually understanding that we need to flip our perspectives on our creative flow. We need to flip those perspectives on creative flow. The narratives around making something and the making of something yielding and the yielding being the most important part and the part that everyone sees and is fixated on is only a small portion of the story. Only a small portion of the story. Yet it is this exaggerated, overemphasized aspect in our world. Oh, okay, what painting did you do? What album did you make? What this? Yes, it is important. I'm not saying it isn't. But it's also garnering so much of our energy and our emotional bandwidth that it's out of perspective. It's that flip that we need to do. It's not really, really reflecting what expression is supposed to do. We're supposed to try many times, express many ways, share many things, make many attempts, risk several times. They are just emanations of the energy. They're expressions of the energy flowing through you. Sometimes you'll get more information about what might be more or less successful. Yeah, sure. But when we get into, say, perfectionist tendencies, when we idle in the great flow of energy, when we stall, when we start to find ourselves damming up that energy, 
that's where it starts to get tricky. So this cycle, tangibly, we are being asked to flip that perspective. The nine of wands in reverse is so interesting here because I think of like how we are getting to a point of um, completion with something and how that can be held up by worry or concern or um, for many of us it can be perfectionism or you know the, the feelings that are coming up at this time are just so overwhelming and that kind of message from the king of cups which reminds us that the feelings can sit simultaneously with also expressing and sharing our work we are being asked to kind of let the flow carry us forward let the flow move let the flow roll through and to recognize maybe those spaces in our lives where we're holding back this might not be easy (laughs) i might be like i don't know zanetta where i'm holding back holding back can look like where worry prevents you from taking action where the idea that it needs to be a certain way or needs to meet a certain expectation before sending something out into the world uh, without, you know, actual information that backs that up, truth that backs that up. Because sometimes, you know, you've launched things, you've tried things, and you have a lot of wisdom about what works and what doesn't. But... As that Four of Swords in reverse mentioned, we're being asked to try new things, to explore the space a little bit. Even the Hanged One is giving us permission to flip our perspectives and flip what we've done before. Even that is coming through and saying, hey, you may think that this is going to roll through a certain way, but maybe not. So... There's this impetus, this lunar cycle, to share our work, to express our work, to let the intelligent consciousness that is inherent to the work to support us in getting the work out there and to step out of our own way. This isn't something that we need to overthink. This is just something that we ask the question, hey, What is expressing and sharing look like for this project? What is uh, expansive? What is liberating? You know, how does this work want to be shared? How does this work draw people closer to what is sacred? Let those aspects fuel you over the hurdle to complete and carry this work through nine of wands in reverse how do we get over those last blockages and hurdles really and i think part of it is recognizing the greater force that you're connected to recognizing that the work is part of a larger map your cup contributes to the ocean your work contributes to the collective contributes to love it is love 
Your work, your art is love. How can love ever be a bad thing? Even if it doesn't garner all the riches and all the glory. (laughs) How can your art, which is love, ever be something that should be held back, should be held at bay? Do we ever dam up love? No. It has to flow. It has to keep moving. It seeks to connect. It's a force that brings us all together, that weaves us together. So connecting to that larger scope helps us remember that the personal hangups that we may have, and the personal struggles that we're going through are not invalid. They're actually part of how we share, but they do not prevent us from sharing our work and bringing it to the world. So we have the King of Cups as our first card, the invitation for this lunar cycle. We have the Four of Swords, which is our disruption, our blockage, what's preventing us from answering this invitation, this lunar cycle. And we have the Hanged One and the Nine of Wands in reverse as to what tangible actions we can take this lunar cycle that will help us liberate and expand. I hope these messages support you and serve you well. I hope that you feel the energy and meaning and relevance in your work, that you see how your work is love. And that as you share it more and more, feel the echoes and the significance of what sharing and connecting can do for our world. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful lunar cycle. If you want to stay connected with my work, with this podcast, with everything that I'm sharing in sound, in tarot, in art, in magic, then please follow me on Instagram at soundartmagic or the podcast at artwitchpodcast. If you want to join our monthly Patreon group where we have community discussions on magic and art, please check out um, the Sound Art Magic Patreon page. And my books are going to be opening up probably next month. And there is a list that I have for folks to get early notification for when my readings are available. I don't open my readings up all the time, so when they are booked up, they're booked up and that's it. But if you would like to get on the list for that, you get 24 hours advance notice. So it's an opportunity for you to get the jump on readings and get in there while you can. Also, if this message or any of the messages from these interviews and episodes have resonated with you and helped you, please consider leaving a written review on iTunes. iTunes is a place where people really find this project, find this podcast, and it has been amazing to support this work. So please consider leaving a review. It really helps so much. I'm also on YouTube as Sound Art Magic, so that is also available. 
and I hope you have a wonderful lunar cycle. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.